Welcome to Bouncing Back, a podcast about conversations that transform lives. Here on this podcast, we're excited to share with you some amazing stories of resilience. We celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome life-changing adversity as a result of an accident or diagnosis. Listening to their stories will inspire you. We hope you will learn from their experience and go bouncing back to be your best. Today's story is from Tyson, a talented artist and cat lover. Tyson had a stroke in 2020, which completely changed his life. Grace is our host, and Tyson's occupational therapist, Nicole, has also joined us for this episode. Over to you, Grace. Thanks, Tyson, for um, being a part of um, this podcast. Tyson, could you please um, tell us all a bit about yourself? I'm 25. I live alone. I had a stroke. I think I'm recovering pretty well trying to get my career back on track and that you know and yeah that's and I have a cat (laughs) what's your cat's name Simba he's a cutie and when did you have a stroke could you tell us a bit more about what happened uh it was at the start of 2020 I was just chilling with my ex-girlfriend at my house and I just dropped and then um yeah we got to hospital and they told her that I had a stroke And then, yeah, I woke up like a week later with one side of my body working. It was pretty crazy. Which side of your body was that? Uh, Well, the left side was affected. I had a stroke on the right side, on the right side of my brain, and um, it affected my left side. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything with it. The doctor said that I wouldn't be able to move my hand again, proving them wrong. Would you be able to um, describe a bit more about maybe your recovery process? Yeah, yeah, I could do that. I um, I got. I would, they kept me locked in a in a rehab, and they kept moving me around from hospital to hospital. It was it was horrible. I hated it. But um, they just kept saying, oh yeah, you know, there's a program that you have to do here and a program that you have to do here. I just had to get through them all, and then they just they eventually ended up letting me go home. You know, but they said if I if I didn't get better in time, that they were going to send me to a home. So that was scary. And how long were you in hospital for? Uh, nearly all 2020. A lot of people think that was a bad year for them, but I just giggled to myself, you know. It was was a trash, that was a trash year. All year in hospital. I'm going to be 100% honest. When I got home, that's when I did most of my recovery. I recovered so much better at home. I have a personal issue with the hospital system, like with the healthcare system. That's just my beef, you know. I think take advantage everybody else you know that's listening you should take advantage of the hospital system and get what you can out of them you know and use them how you need to but um you know rely on yourself because it's going to be you that's doing most of the work you know when you're home it'll come slowly and it's going to be hard but you know it's, it's all coming from you nobody else is going to be able to do it for you you know and who did you have involved in your recovery did you have physios OTs well, yeah, everybody tried, you know, but, you know, as I, as I said before, like, it was only going to work the way I wanted it to work for me, you know? Doesn't, doesn't matter how many people, like, bought, bought whatever they were bringing to me, you know, and saying, oh, you should try this and do this. Nothing worked. Uh, so I just kept trying what I thought would work, and it worked. You know, I can move my hand again, and I'm walking. I can get around pretty good, you know? I'm walking around the neighborhood now and doing my own thing, going down to the milk bar every day. I just think keep sticking to your guns, you know? If what if what they're telling you if you don't think what they're telling you is going to work, don't don't just keep nodding your head and going with it, you know, because it's just wasting everybody's time. You know what I mean? 
Was there like a turning point for you in some way or? My cat. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got a cat for the first time ever and he just changed me, changed mm. my whole life around. I just love him to pieces. I'm going to grab him. This is my cat. So cute. <laughs> he's a good boy. Boy. So he's um, he was a real turning point in terms of your recovery. Because he was like me when I first got him, you know, young and stupid and reckless. And then he's like me, again, but older, you know, more mature, relaxed. So Tyson, you were saying when you woke up, you couldn't move one side of your body at all. Yeah. And now you can walk down to the milk bar and you can use your left hand. Yeah. So it seems like there's been a big change. Can you tell us a bit more about that experience? Um, it just came really slowly, you know. Like mm. up until like a couple of months ago, I was still sitting in the shower and stuff. Mm. You know, I was still having to get other people to shower me. So um, yeah, I have carers come in every day. They they don't shower me anymore. I'm standing up in the shower doing all my own stuff. You know, I think um the shower was the best place for anybody really to to practice to practice on learning how to walk and move their arm again and stuff. You know, there's lots of room to move around and stretch in there and walk around. You know, you just got to be careful not to slip and, and you're all good. And I tie a little rope up in the shower so that you can hold onto it and pull yourself up. That's what I do, you know, like when I was sitting down on the chair. And uh, yeah, you should, be all, you should be all good. Just don't lean on any glass and yeah, don't trip. So along the way, you've worked out some tricks of like how to do things on your own and how yeah. to do things easier as you've become more physically able as well yeah yeah, yeah. it's like uh, it's, it's like uh, it's like a possum that comes to your house you know and like it figures out that it can get some food and then like comes back every night you know and keeps doing the same thing it's like that you know when you figure out something good in the shower that you can do or just by yourself you know like a good little activity that'll help and you know it'll help you keep going back and you keep doing it because it's fun and you know it'll help you know and you might your brain wants to keep telling you to go back to do it and you actually go back and do it. What were some of the other things like that? I don't know if you got. I don't know if anybody who's listening has ever heard of the, the mirror box experiment, but um, <laughs> it's like if you've had a stroke, you put one hand against the mirror, and it tricks your brain into seeing your other hand, your left hand, basically. And um, yeah, it works really well. I didn't think it worked that well for me because they tried it at hospital, and I didn't really like it. But then, as soon as I got home and I started doing it myself in my own bathroom, I was like, oh, it actually works, you know? Wow, it's really interesting. I'd never heard of that. It was good. It worked really well. It's just good for like little precise movements like with my thumb and stuff, you know, up and down. It's been so beneficial for you. Like, yeah. It's been fantastic that you're finding all these things that work for you. And pegs as well. Go buy, go buy a packet of pegs because I, I use them all the time. Pegs are grouse. If you've got a problem with your hand, you know, after the stroke, you can, you know, use pegs. I use them every day nearly. I don't use the um, I don't use the therapy pegs. I just use normal pegs because they're a little bit harder to grab. If you buy your own pegs and you don't get like if you don't get them delivered from, you know, from your OT, then there's, there's you'll have more chance of using it. I mean, if you yourself go out to buy it and you actually want it, and you don't just get it delivered and then they just start bringing you like things. Oh yeah, use this. This will work. No, I'll figure out what works for me. You know. Yeah, it comes back to like. Your recovery is on your terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've yeah. got to do what works for you. It's like it's a pre, it's a mindset, you know. Mm. It's like a bias, bro. You can't help it. Mm. I can't help it. It's like the one head mind space I haven't been able to get out of, you know. 
It's mm. like, oh, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody else's help. Mm. You know, I think I probably need to open up a bit more and let other people in more. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I, that's the only problem that I've got at the moment, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Only because I know that I've come so far by myself. Yeah. So it's like reinforcing the bias. You've you know? come so far. Yeah. yeah. And um, what's been the most challenging part of your recovery? Um, uh, the, like, the mental part, the mental side of it. You know, like making my hand feel like it's actually mine again and stuff, you know. But it's, yeah, it's, it still doesn't feel 100%, you know, like it, like it used to. Like it doesn't feel like it's mine, if you know what I mean. And how has this experience changed you? Um, I just have a different outlook now, completely different. I just, yeah, I see every little struggle for what it is, you know. Before I used to just look over a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of struggles that people were going through. But now I see every little struggle that everybody's going through and it, you know, and it affects me too, you know. I think that's how it's changed me. You've become a more compassionate person. Yeah, 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 like more understanding. Yeah. And um, why did you want to share your story? And what would you like to tell others who are going through um, a similar situation or their own recovery? Uh, for anybody else going through a stroke, I just want I wanted to let you know that whatever body part you've lost, you haven't really lost it, it's still on you, you know, it's yours, you know, it's not somebody else's, it's yours, and um, if you keep working, you should be able to, you sh- it should be able to feel like you'll be able to get that back, you know, that, that feeling of like being attached to your own body pieces, you know, it's weird, it's hard to explain, I don't know really how to say it, but yeah, yeah, just keep at it, you know. And you said you... Earlier, you were um, kind of working out um, your career path for now. So, could you tell me a bit about um, what you're up to these days? Yeah, well, um, I'm I write music, so I'm I'm a singer, rapper, a musician. I'm an artist, basically. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm trying trying to make something out of that, but it's a bit hard at the moment, you know, with the, the lockdown and that. Yeah, yeah, lockdown's made it a bit hard for everything. Yeah, bro. What do you do at TAFE? Um, I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm just using them for their studio, you know. That's um, I'm doing multimedia and computers and like IT and that there, but I'm, I'm mostly just using them. I'm, I like a big tip for anybody else as well. If if you can't get to a studio or like a recording recording booth, just use your local school, man. You know, they probably have one. You know, they probably just make podcasts on them and they'll probably just let you use them to record. You know. Yeah, that's that's a good way to save like five hundred bucks. And you've also you're also really talented at drawing. Oh yeah, I draw as well. Trying to make a career out of that as well. Yeah, anime stuff, you know. I want to make a cartoon, kids cartoon. On TV, a TV cartoon? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a Cartoon Network cartoon, you know. Yeah. I want I want I wanted the the main character to be a bit disabled. You know? Yeah, yeah. I reckon that'd be cool. Yeah. Sound very creative, Tyson. <laughs> it's really good, really um, interesting and inspiring story, Tyson. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of um, listening to your story, and I think it will definitely um, inspire and empower a lot of other people going through their own recovery and journey. I hope so. That'll be good. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for um, being a part of this podcast and sharing your story. No problem. Along with Tyson, we hope you feel empowered to keep growing yourself or support another in the community. 
No matter how bad the situation is, or how hopeless the prognosis is, there is always space to grow out of it, a reason to fight on, and never give up. This is Bouncing Back, and thank you for listening.